Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, sleepover. But first, Jane, what were we doing last night? (laughs) We were having a belated celebration for my birthday in Jersey City. Yay! I did make a scene multiple times and ask Jane permission ahead of time if it was okay to make a scene. I do want to talk about something that's only tangentially related to your birthday celebration, Jane, which is that something extremely traumatic happened to me at the end of the night, um, which is that um, me and uh, other friend of the pod, Adri, were getting into a Uber to come back to Manhattan, and... Um, Everybody gets in the car. So Adrian's partner gets in. My husband Nate gets in. Everyone's in. I'm like the last like window seat. And the door is still open, but like almost closed because I'm like about to get in. And the car starts driving away. <laughs> and um, I had to say, excuse me. <laughs> I think I said, I can't remember what I said, but I think like I was like, what do you like? What's the fastest way to communicate what is happening? And I, I think I said, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. (laughs) (laughs) Was no one else sticking up for you? Um, no. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't think people understood what was happening, too, because, like, it was just, like, slowly starting to move. But I was, like, mainly, my foot was, like, in a position where I was, like, is it going to roll over my toe? Oh, no. Um, but, um... I'm feeling demoralized, especially because Jane, I told Jane this um, over Messenger and her response was, haha, Issa the runt. (laughs) Well, I have to call back stories from the podcast. Um, Yeah, but like Adrian doesn't know. Or maybe she does know. Anyway, I feel I don't know what to do. I also don't know if like there was something more efficient I could have said at the time to, like, remedy the situation. You are not at fault here, just I to guess be I clear. Stop. <laughs> I guess I I think that this isn't a reflection on you or your run status. It was just... Okay. <laughs> there was three people in the Uber. I mean, that's a lot of people. Yes, but there... Okay. <laughs> but I was still standing there. And there was no apology and also no, no acknowledgement. Apology. There was no acknowledgement from anyone, from any of our friends in the Uber. <laughs> and of your what husband. Was happening and my <laughs> husband. So um, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little demoralized today, but I'm going to pull through it. Jane, did you have a good time last night? I had so much fun. Okay, it good. It was great. Thanks for making it fun. Good. Um, I think uh, tiki drinks um, are very fun and also maybe too strong for me at this time in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane, would you like to introduce our guest? I would. Iris Brody is a comedian and writer based in New York City. She's a big fan of wordplay, slurpees, and binge-watching video game speedruns. You can find her work in Reductress and BuzzFeed and HuffPost. Hi, Iris. Hi, Iris. Hi, Jane. Hi, Issa. Thanks so much for having me here. Thank you for being here. And it's nice to have a gamer girl on the pod. <laughs> I do love my gaming. You saw my headset before. <laughs> so do you do like 
do you record yourself gaming is what I'm trying to ask. Um, I do have a Twitch channel. I, oh, I yeah. uh, stream on occasionally. It's not great. It's very <laughs> all over the place. But, you oh, know, yeah. we, we have fun there. What is your favorite game? Um, Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Also, it's very um, Animal Crossing. I'm sure with a lot of people, it, I associate it with, like, trying to comfort myself during early pandemic. Oh, yeah. Even now, the music will sort of like, I don't know, video game music like definitely like does something to you emotionally because you just remember that time in your life that you played it. Um, Iris, we like to ask all our guests who come on the pod, what type of teen were you? Um, I think I was a very awkward teen. I think that's my title. Were you um, a gamer girl as well or not? Or is that more Um, of an adult hobby? It was, I was more closeted gamer girl. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I also didn't have like the money to buy any like gaming accessories. I think I bought myself a 3DS with my graduation money because I was like, I'm an adult now. I can do this. That's beautiful. It's also so nice when you can, yeah, when you can buy it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to like keep asking my parents for video games because they were like, "Aren't you kind of old for that?" And I'm like, "I mean, yeah, but like, you do." Yeah, I I don't think I I don't think I've ever bought a like console or a handheld. I had ever bought that with my own money as a teen, but um, I once won a PlayStation at a bingo game. Wow. I didn't know what was happening because number one, I was just like there with family and they were like, here's a bingo sheet. Like everyone have one to like increase our chances. So I was just like doing nothing. And then they were like, you won, you won. And then my brother started freaking out and he was like, we want a PlayStation. And so we want a PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So um, that's like the roundabout way that I obtained one. Um, That's amazing. But but I, I do think that um it takes great courage to identify as awkward teen and i applaud you thank you i don't know what else i would i would go on i just was so awkward (laughs) did you have a group of other awkward teens to spend time with uh yeah i had a nice group of friends mostly like the the ap kids were my friends Uh, they were like ap like um uh chorus kids i didn't really sing and i was like so so at uh school so i was just kind of like a groupie <laughs> wow that's so interesting so you hung out with like kind of the overachievers but you were I, like, like a, started out as one okay <laughs> i like really flip-flopped like i would be in an ap class and then i would be in like a like a normal class and i would like do okay in the normal ones and the ap ones would just like be way too stressful for my like i i like had adhd but i didn't know it yet so like, yeah. i did not know what i was doing i couldn't get anything done um and that was like really annoying for me and I was like the whole time I was like no like I got it whatever it's fine so I do think it's healthy to be in both AP classes and non-AP classes for sure yeah like looking back it's like who cares but at the time it was like oh my god I'm gonna be judged it's like I don't think anyone cared then either you know Yeah, yeah yeah I mean I do I remember like you know, as you're saying, like the people who are in class, I, I had the IB at my school, not AP, but the people who were in all those classes, like the vibe was just different. Like everyone was stressed out because everyone's in that room for a specific reason. And so around test time, people are fucking stressed out. Um, we also had a cheating yeah. scandal in like junior <gasps> year where somebody 
left the room during a test to go look something up on the computer. This is like so pre smartphone. Scandal. <laughs> um. Well, the scandal was that like they were like, "Hey, I think you did this," and he was like, "No, I didn't." And he like turned it back on the school and tried to be like, "No," but like, but my friend was like friends with him, and she was like, "Yeah, he did it." <laughs> oh my god, she snitched. No, 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 not to the, not to the school, just to oh. me. <laughs> oh, I see. So they didn't have proof, so he was like, you don't have proof. I don't know the, um, I don't know the outcome of this, by the way. I'm, like, definitely divulging this and, like, putting this person on blast. Do I'd you know, love to confused? know. Oh, okay. Wait, I, yeah, why sorry, don't I'm just thinking up? of, I'm thinking of something specific that I think I'm going to randomly share, which is, <laughs> I saw my family for Passover and I brought home my Hazemir choir book which has Hell all my yeah. music from Jewish choir and on one of the first pages I had written hit pitches not bitches oh my god Jane. that is so wise that's <laughs> that's really badass oh I know I know guys um <laughs> I love Jewish choir <laughs> happy birthday Jane were you in wait were you happy in the Jewish birthday. choir I was not in a Jewish choir, but I was in like a Jewish um, youth group. That was also the kind of teen I was. Um, so we did a lot of Jewish singing. Then they would get really, really into Shabbat and everyone would just get in a circle and start singing songs. Was this, what Jewish youth group was this? It was USY. I'm just going to out myself. I did one event there and it was like, everyone was way too horny and I like couldn't That's the up. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't on so that that's level. That's also how I was awkward because I would go to these events and then like not get like I have barely any ass. And it's <laughs> like, why are you even going to these events? Yes. You're, okay. Like, so kids. I was going to say the equivalent of this is when I was in high school, one of my besties was um, her mom was like a group leader for like this Christian equivalent to this called Couples for Christ. Oh. But then so there's Couples for Christ and then there's like the youth version which is weird because it's like couples for christ kids <laughs> like what <laughs> i can't remember like youth for christ youth for christ um but again like because of the title couples for christ i was like so this must be where i find a boyfriend mm. and i would go and be like no this no what what even what even is this for me <laughs> this is the pool i have to choose from yeah <laughs> well and no one no one was trying to um become a couple for christ with me oh i see yeah. yeah, I remember one of the few Jewish. What is it called again? Why USY or there was like BBYO or what of those CSY? There's so I many. saw a girl who I had been to theater camp with for like two years, who I really liked, and it was kind of like a Jewish theater camp, but it was but it was also for non Jews, and she was just surrounded by boys, and she didn't oh talk to me. We didn't say hi. Well, that's oh the God. vibe of those. I don't know why I kept going back because I was that's just like not. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to be. But yeah, it's the yeah. hope. It's the hope. It's the hope. Exactly. It's the hope that you Being walk white, in and you're the hottest the there. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> All of us, like, sigh really, because that's <laughs> never happened to us. Uh, okay, I just want to be popular. <laughs> okay, speaking of wanting to be hot, um, Jane, what's your relationship with this movie? Why was it on our list? Iris and I had never seen it. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like it's one of those movies that's just in my <laughs> it's in my subconscious. I've seen it a number of times. I ha I probably haven't seen it in like at least five years, maybe a decade. Um, I love the main actress from S Spy Kids, of course. Yes, love and her. I just remember thinking of it fondly. Yeah, 
Did you know that it's the same director as Sydney White? Oh my god, what the fuck? No, I didn't know that. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, sorry. Okay, um, I'm looking this up. And Sarah Paxton from Sydney White, isn't it? Oh my god, that was isn't it? Brie Larson. She oh, looks so like random. a different person. Yeah, she looks she looks kind of fucked up. I didn't recognize her until I like accidentally like rolled over and then the prime x-ray was like rewards. And I was like, where? And I, I had to keep looking for her in scenes. They were like, she's Liz. And I was like, which one's Liz again? And they all look the same. I was like, which one's Liz? Oh yeah, there's no way that character like ever has a name. Um that is really funny to be like, Brie Larson's in this and then have to be like, where? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. so many other like like older celebrities at the time, like Jane Lynch and like Steve Carell and like that guy, yeah. like Jeff, uh, something from from Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, Curb, Curb. Um, and then Evan Peters. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, also, I read on IMDb that that character Evan Peters's character doesn't really have a name. Like <laughs> she calls him. What does she call him? She calls him SpongeBob in the yes. start. Which is also an interesting, like, insult slash... I thought that was so funny. ...type of teen. It's like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? I guess Spongebob was uncool in 2004 if you were over a certain age. True. Which is, like, sad looking back now because Spongebob is, like, the great unifier to me. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) then you would, like, get to college and be like, yes, Spongebob is incredible. Yeah, like, I can't go a day without saying a Spongebob quote. Maybe that's, like... (laughs) not the greatest thing that I should be admitting but you know <laughs> um uh on Rotten Tomatoes this film has an approval rating of 15% which I actually <laughs> that's so I actually funny. I think that's pretty low it's that's, that's, that's so a shame low. um it's a shame upon it's also stupid because the the summary on RT says like tween girls will enjoy this sugar-coated fluff but others will find sleepover a snooze and I'm like oh you mean it's made for an appropriate audience like what the fuck like <laughs> <laughs> it just like made me like hulk out a little bit as jane says um anyway it was it was like supposed to be uh, a box office failure but has since become a cult film i don't know if that's tr- like what i mean i'll that. join that. i just watched it for the first time i'll join a cult whatever Let's i see that for sure what is everyone's um relationship with spy kids love spy kids i watched them when they came out spy kids 2 is like maybe one of the best films ever i don't know spy kids 3d um was always (laughs) pissed i never saw it in the theater spy kids 4 i never saw but my dad did bring home a dvd of it for some reason oh because like the baby on the cover looked like my niece at the time it was also a baby um (laughs) i saw spy kids 3 in theaters and it was like a highlight of that year like, i'm so sure. jealous of you it was fucking awesome <laughs> so, did you see shark boy and lava girl in theaters too? no it was also like yeah that was the time that like 3d was you had to pay extra like for sure for wow the movie ticket. yeah and like because right. movie tickets used to be like eight dollars and then 3d was like it's 10 or like it's 12 and like so that days. was like a special occasion to go see spy kids 3 Wow, Iris, I um your story, your like epic journey with Spy Kids really touched <laughs> yeah. me. Um, love Spy Kids. I definitely saw the third one in theaters with my dad. Um, I think I've seen the first Spy Kids again within the past three years because I just what? like it so much. Oh, I me haven't too. seen the second one in a while though, so I might have to. 
give that a rewatch. That's the one with Steve Buscemi. You can't you can't have a Spy Kids watch without Steve Buscemi. Actually, in college, my freshman year, me and my best friend, um, who I'm still best friends with, we really, really wanted to watch the scene in Spy Kids 2 where um, Carmen sings the song, Who, What, Where, When, and Why. So we watched all of Spy Kids 1 and it never played. And we were like, oh, it's in Spy Kids 2. So we watched all of Spy Kids 2. And it's at the end. It's like the credit scene. Oh, man. That rocks. I also think, like, my my family... Well, me and my parents had, like, strong, like, affection for Antonio Banderas. And so my whole... Like, not only me, but, like, I felt like my family had a relationship with Spy Kids. We were just, like very attached to Antonio Banderas movies, which, like, sad that he's not acting very much anymore. I like him. But, like, he's... Isn't he, like, old? Yeah, but so... What? (laughs) He's just, like, old and hanging out with his riches, like... Okay, okay, okay. Um, should we we jump right in? Yeah, we should, we should. Okay, it's Julie's last day of junior high. She's worried because her best friend Hannah is moving the next day meaning she will be a lonely loser in high school and never get a chance with her crush, Steve. She hosts a sleepover that night, but her former best friend, Stacy, can't come. She's going to a high school dance. Julie invites Yancey instead. When Stacy <laughs> won't hook up with her boyfriend, Todd, he dumps her. Stacy and bitchy Liz challenge Julie et al. to a competition scavenger hunt with scandalous tasks, including stealing a pair of Steve's underwear. Whichever group wins gets the cool lunch spot at high school. Julie's overprotective mom forbade her to leave the house, so she pays her dropout brother to cover for them. I thought they were being so mean to the brother this whole time. <laughs> I was, they were like, ah, oh, he's he dropped out. They they changed his room into like a yoga room. Um, they called him like like worthless. They were just like jogging on him the whole time. And I'm like, yo, like he's going through a hard time. I know. Um, you don't get a lot of um People who are, like, taking a little hiatus from college. Yeah, that's true. I also find that that actor's performance is very odd and specific and really (laughs) committed. And I I think it really works for me. Like, I don't know. I find him pretty funny. The brother, yeah. 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 Yeah, He he was a standout performance in in the movie, for sure. (laughs) Um, I just, I felt, um, like, I felt weird about, um, I'm just going to call her. Alexa what's her name Julie Julie oh, Julie um was making her friend moving like all about her it's like your friend is the one who like I think would be more like you're saying you're gonna be a loser whatever your friend is gonna be a loser in a whole new place and like that's scary yes. yeah I think here's my take on that because that stood out to me as well I think what the movie was trying to show is that Hannah is confident cool knows what she's doing and and encourages uh julie to like to be herself and so there's supposed to be a dynamic where hannah is this like powerhouse that julie depends on and that's why hannah moving seems like harder for julie because hannah can handle herself and she's independent whereas julie needs her the reason why this doesn't work is like hannah's character seems very normal and so yeah when you're watching this you're like yeah it's gonna suck way worse for her like yeah she's just this like blonde chick who's gonna move we don't even know where she's moving yeah yeah or why it's like half a person and julie's just like i'm gonna be a loser so yeah Yeah, is it like you know is it like new jersey to like massachusetts which is like not it's not that far like (laughs) (laughs) like just like right out of the school district just like the town yeah yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I think it's hard because like I like that the movie starts immediately putting you into that, but like you're right, Jane. Like they just don't give that character enough. Um, I do think like the movie also starts immediately with Brie Larson's great bitch line, which is, "He can help you sue the Diet Coke company for non per." Sorry, <laughs> for non performance. I was. As as you can tell by me sneezing in the middle of it, it it was like really difficult to follow. But Brie Larson really commits to it, and it meant a lot to me. Yeah, there's definitely a fat storyline in this movie that I think is well intentioned, but very very poorly executed. Yeah, yeah it didn't age very well. Um, one thing that really stood out to me was when um, like the Stacy like gets dumped. She just like picks up her phone and is like, okay, plan B. And it's like, you don't even, she didn't even care. She was like, awesome. okay, leave. I was like, wow, that was, that was a very like girl boss moment for her. But um, I was like, it's a very like well-adjusted child, um, but also not because she was like, okay, like let's, let's go like bully these kids into like having a scavenger hunt with us. Yeah. It's almost, I think it was supposed to be like, they're not even that interested in boys yet. Like they're just interested in like popularity. Um, I also, I'm really confused by, by her plan because like, why isn't Stacy like just a Liz's how like why are they even trolling these other girls like it seems wild that she goes all the way to Julie's house to then get on zoom to set up a scavenger hunt it wasn't even zoom I don't even know what it was it was like like something like uvu or something it was surprisingly working really well number one but then it's also like it's super likely you will get the cool person table anyway so like why make that gamble like Maybe I was I'm just impressed not that they like they like stuck to like if it was me I wouldn't be sitting by the trash I would just sit in literally any other table you know I would just be like sorry this was a stupid idea and like why would you believe me like maybe off screen we didn't see it but they signed like a very very uh, legal <laughs> legalized contract they got it notarized yeah um a few things to start off. There's, like, a lot going on. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, the teacher hands them their summer reading list, which doesn't make sense to me because he's not their teacher anymore. Again, yeah. They're going to high school. And then their reaction is, wait, you've read all these books? <laughs> Why would you? That That's not, like, a logical conclusion is for a teacher to give you a list of books and you're like, you've read them all. Okay, so they're obviously stupid. <laughs> That's valid, though. Like, if you're going to give me an assignment, like, you better have done it, too, though. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) I always, like, one of my teachers, one of my English teachers, she refused to read Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is, if you were a normal person, like, you don't need to read that book. But if you're an English teacher to 15-year-olds in 2010, like, you need to read that book. Yeah, that was a big book. Huge on Tumblr at the time. Yeah. Huge. Um, Yeah, I, I do like... I thought it was going to become a thing like, oh, you haven't read all these books. Why should we? But like, you're right that it just comes out as like, I'm stupid. Because he's, <laughs> and it's also supposed to be like, he's supposed to be a nerd for reading all these books. Because the teacher's supposed to be like unattractive. Just, even throw, out, just throw out like one or two book titles. So like it helps out. Yeah, they didn't name one. Okay, another thing. I actually saw the Stacy dumping thing as her Joker origin story. And I liked that. <laughs> I like that we saw a popular girl who who we see her we see the flaws in her so quickly like and we see that she 
won't put out and like and it seems that she's sort of lying about that and that's why she's cool i guess so i enjoyed that um i do need to ask what kind of name is yancey what the fuck that was that like threw me off i was like what's her name (laughs) you thought you know you probably thought her name was nancy a normal name agree yeah made me think of that like audio like nancy laurel thing oh yeah oh yeah yeah that one they predicted it i also i was thrown off by that i agree jane the start is very overwhelming the other thing that was like adding to this for me was that evan peter is like is given a strange like speech affectation yes that i don't really understand yeah it was so weird yeah early 2000s was like talk funny like is funny like (laughs) i'm thinking of um um napoleon dynamite like it's just like people talking boys talking funny is funny yeah and i feel like that was like adam boys. sandler's whole shtick at the time yeah. all of his movies he just like can't talk like normal and that's like the joke good point um i don't know what to make of it it's weird that he doesn't have a name i also didn't know any teen. did you know like teens who like were really into skateboarding so much so that are rollerblading so much so that like people knew that about them at school like is that that's not in my... I'm, it was, my like, skaters. I feel like that was really maybe big in, like, eighth grade. And then it kind of, like, fizzled out later on. I didn't... I wasn't, like, a skater or whatever. But um, um, I feel like it was a time when it was kind of big. Like, Ryan yeah. Sheckler made it, like, a thing. Oh, my God. That that name. I, like, don't know who that is. But that name is, like... <laughs> I'm, like, MTV skater. MTV, like, yeah. Like, not Tony Hawk, but, like... <laughs> I'm for me skating is like it's cool but you can't do it around school like you can't skate home not in my not like not in my town I mean so you sort Mm. of have to go to a a park to do it so it wouldn't be something I would see yeah it seemed like they could skate home maybe or that's how he got to school skating very really nice and like when I was in college because you just get places so much faster and then you put put a little skateboard in like your backpack oh my god do you do that I'm getting this no, I, I can't. I can't balance to save my life. I yeah, see. I was gonna freak out if you like actually that was actually you in college because that's so fucking. Cool. I you wish. Literally, yeah. I walk places so slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, important question: What were sleepovers to you two, Iris? What What was a sleepover for you in junior high, high school? Um, they weren't like that dissimilar. To, you know, I'd have like three or four friends over and um we would watch a movie and like have a bunch of snack order pizza and then we would like talk about boys and then we would like take a bunch of pictures and um and then like like maybe like uh like ninth grade-ish we'd start going on like chat roulette and stuff then they got kind of weird (laughs) not weird weird but like just that was just what you did at the time yeah I, I I agree. I feel like I really like the scene where they're just like all around the computer, like putting SpongeBob's head on something. Like I, I remember yeah, that was um, fun. It was cute. We used to go to this website that was just like it was like cartoon dolls, and you could just put different outfits on them. I have been on that website. Yeah, and it was yeah, just like too. it was just fun to do with other people. Yeah, <laughs> and you could be like, "This is me," and "This is me," and "This is you," <laughs> and this is like you could like have your each of your dolls and then save them. And do what? I don't know. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, sleepovers have such like a, like this, uh, this like aura around them looking back when it, when really you're just like so tired the next day. Sort of like how I feel right now. Um, <laughs> but I, I did, 
like you learn a lot you kind of get real at sleepovers i agree you can talk about things that you don't usually talk about yeah it's gonna be a heart to heart in there somewhere yeah Yeah, i also think i i think i talked to you about this before jane but like a few times i got invited to like a sleepover um at this girl's house who was like cooler and like kind of scarier and so that was like very it was like almost stressful because you you're there and you kind of feel like you're on trial and so like i was sort of the yancy i feel like like i was like the add-on and that's really scary but something that i really remember that added to like the cool girl nature of the sleepover is that the next morning we would go and get mcdonald's hash browns (gasps) for breakfast and it was just such a great idea of hers or like tradition of hers that she started that it just like i was like she is like doing sleepovers right she (laughs) invented hash browns but i was like afraid but i was like afraid of her but it was like the sleepover is like such a good activity that sounds sounds so good right now also i like the idea of only eating hash browns like no other food you are mcdonald's it's all you got like we would just like get a ton of them and then all like share it i don't know why i guess like you're just craving potato it sounds i am craving potatoes right now (laughs) um they have a lot of specific language which i really like they use the word plush I might even be, like, I might have gotten this wrong because I couldn't fully understand what they were saying, but plush pleathers, posers, and then she says, I'm blooming. Yeah. (laughs) Very, like, I I noticed the movie was PG, and I think a lot of it is, like, PG speak. But there's also this, like, hint at, like, an indie movie. Like, like not exactly. What's the one that we watched about the strike? I think it's called strike all i want to do, yeah. <laughs> do like there's sort of a hint of this indie aspect yeah. which i appreciate although it doesn't fully work and then the final note i have for this section is uh hannah asks julie what she wants more than anything in the world and it's steve <laughs> i was gonna ask at age 14 like what did you want more than anything in the world well, probably a boyfriend that's pretty in line i think you wanted was steve. it a specific guy yeah no, not really. No one, yeah. really. no one was really that that great. No one deserved that. How about you, Jane? I wasn't. I wasn't there yet. Like I didn't. I didn't feel that way about boys. Or like I recognized that even when I really desperately crushed on someone, that I couldn't have a boyfriend. Like I just, I just like wasn't there. So what I really wanted more than anything <laughs> was probably, <laughs> um, to have boobs and like. To longer legs <laughs> yeah to be hot i feel like to yeah. be hot is like reasonable answer i think that was probably my other one too i grew boobs way too early though so i was fine i never grew it. boobs <laughs> how you'll get there um, <laughs> one day one day i'll go through puberty yeah she just turned 29 it's okay um <laughs> happy I, birthday yeah she Thank was like you. yeah th- they're 14 right yeah, they're Actually, so some, young. something about this that's cool too is that like she, Alexa Vega or Pena Vega, I think is her name now, and Sarah Paxton are both sixteen, but they're like very they're supposed to be very different types of sixteen. But you can see they're really young. Like I yeah. really like how young Sarah Paxton seems. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's also like I think it's especially weird if like uh, like adults are gonna play like children when it's like especially media targeted at children totally that's exactly what i was thinking i was like well euphoria yeah children should not be watching that show really um but with this with this movie it's truly for kids did you guys ever put your bras in the freezer like they did i had the same question and i don't understand that 
It's hilarious. I, what like, do you heard what's, of it. what's to understand? What do you do with it once it's frozen? You make someone wear it. It's so funny. And then someone tries to put their bra on and then they're cold. Did you do that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Who would do that? Another thing that people talked about was you would like put your hand in, you put someone else's hand in a cup of water and it would make them pee. Yeah. Warm water, yeah. Is that real? I don't know if that's true. I think we tried it. Me and my cousins tried it and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, of course nothing happened. Um. Oh, shoot. I was going to say something, but I... I have Sorry. oh oh I just remembered the main actress she is married to oh the guy from Big Time Rush yes and yeah. they're really Christian oh couple That's for Christ they're them. a couple for Christ yeah oh um, uh, Christ got one I really <laughs> I really love that it's called the dating app on the web or on the web uh, <laughs> it's called um dates safe it's like such a bad brand like first of all. You're, like, calling attention to the fact that online dating is unsafe. And then, like, the two S's in the middle, like, it's, like, the sweet tart problem. Uh, which only has one T, famously. Yeah. Oh. It's it's very, it's, it's like, really funny and um, a fun artifact. And I, like, want the logo as a sticker for my but laptop. Was that, was that supposed to be, like, for teens? I was like, kind of confused. Good and then question. they were at a club and, like... I was like, wait, how, like, how did they get into that club? That doesn't make sense. To that, that's a little bit of a plot hole, especially the skater kid. Well, how did yeah. SpongeBob get into? Go let's on. go. Yeah, let's okay. go on to it. The girls' first task is to dress the mannequins in their clothes, and in the process, they lock a rent-a-cop in the old navy display. The next task is to get a drink from a guy at a bar, but Julie et al. are not allowed in, especially when a group of skateboard goons shows up. They sneak in via music equipment, only to find out that Julie's date is her English teacher. He understands her desire to be cool and buys her a ginger ale. Julie then sees her mom dancing on a platform in the club. Fearing she's been caught, Julie take. Oh, wait, his name is Russell? Why do I have Russell here? <sighs> Whatever. She takes the skateboard and rushes home, getting there just in time to answer the phone. Steve sees her skate by and is smitten. Outside of the club, a sound guy named Peter flirts with Yancey. I thought that whole club scene was just crazy. Like, okay, you got in the club and and like your mom is there. I don't I just still don't know who they <laughs> got in the club. That bouncer sucks. Um, they got in through the back, I get that. But like the bartender looking at this child being like, You want a sex on the beach? Like that was that was crazy. I loved all the phone scenes, the text scenes when um like her friend texts her like sex on the beach she's like what no never (laughs) i was wondering what you all thought about clubs when you were 14 because to me i truly just had like no knowledge and i wouldn't i would never ever ever be confident enough to go to a club sneak in in any way I i wouldn't even know how to like order a beverage I, I had like no concept of them, I think. Um, I thought maybe it was a teen club at first because there were a few of those around Long Island uh, at the time. Mm. They'd be advertised like so weirdly. They'd get like like student ambassadors and <laughs> they would have weird themes. Like one was like a stoplight. I never went to any of these, um, but. To be clear. They, yeah, they were at something <laughs> called like something donkey or something. Um, oh my God. And they were they would advertise like um like like dj Polly d will be there and like stuff like oh, that oh my god <laughs> like um so i never went so i thought it was maybe one of those teen clubs but no it was like a club but the club. teacher's there yeah um, and her mom and her mom i 
I think that at this age, I thought that um, my main thing was that I I thought clubs were very, like, expensive and you had to, like, pay a lot to get in. Which is, like, sort of true. Like, you bottle service and stuff like that. Like, I thought clubs were, like, you, like, really, really dress up. And, like, it's sort of true now, but it's also, like, they're sort of um, the midway point of just being, like, a bar with dancing. And so, like, I wasn't aware of that. And so I thought, like, oh, like, only, like... Um, people who have a lot of money and fly to Miami are in clubs. I don't know. I just, like, <laughs> I didn't understand that, like, it has to be a business model that works at other places. So, um, but I, I was able to um, go to a bar underage at 15 because the drinking age in the Philippines is 18. And so it's not as far off. And so once you, like, reasonably look 18-ish, like, they don't like care that much, but it's not, it's not like clubbing. Like I would say for like clubbing, like people would actually like check an ID, Yeah, but, um, but it wasn't so much like I'm doing something devious and sneaking in. Cause there were like a lot of us and like, I'm sure other people there were 16. Um, wait, so do they not check your ID? They didn't check. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I, I've told the story before, but I did go to a bar when I was 13, but it was at my sister's college. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the vibe was very different. Like, I did the they... same thing. I was 12, though. Oh, my God. <gasps> Which college was this? Um, Like, Binghamton area. But yeah. Binghamton. But yeah. The, the bar was, like, there's just a picture of me, like, at the bar. It was on, like, my MySpace. But it wasn't, like, <laughs> it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't, like, a rowdy bar. It might have just been a place with the bar. Got now it. Now that I think about it. I was also going to say that, like, at that age, we probably arrived, like, fairly early. And so, like, they could probably tell that we, like, were younger because we were just, like, arriving, like, kind of, like, right after dinner. Yeah, I was going to say I it's 6.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so they're like, yeah, these people are not going to, these underage kids are not going to, like, get into too many shenanigans. Or if they do, we can kick them out before the real crowd, like, comes in at, like, yeah. 11.30. Like, so, yeah. And then they'll still, like earn money <laughs> like so true <laughs> i can kind of understand the like gamble there i did want to say the only person of color so far in this movie uh is a, is the mannequin oh the <laughs> i was gonna say it was just all white people the whole movie i was like okay yeah it, it's sort of confusing because i also shit on movies where it's like very strategic diversity mm-hmm. so it's sort of like what would make me happy um and i don't i don't have a good answer to that but obviously um just doing it right <laughs> oh yeah just make no mistakes please um <laughs> yeah having a just movie get good. from 2004 you can tell that they just haven't reached that point yet where you have to like oh yancey would be asian and the badass <laughs> would be like they would have to check all the boxes. Well, Yancy was already fat. She can't be two things. It's 2004. Oh Let's talk about this a little bit more. Hannah's advice to Yancy is to date guys who prefer brownies. Brownies. Which is, it again, like, it's well-intentioned, but it, it, truly, cute, but... it truly misses the, the point. And what also, does that like, mean? It's stupid because, like, no person in the world prefers celery to brownies. Like, no human. But, like, it's, like... So the guy is also fat? Is that what they're saying? I guess the guy she ends up with is like a little like bigger, I guess. Yeah. I I actually can't help but like Peter. I think he seems like kind of nice and normal because every other guy in the movie is unhinged. So like that's 
why like I like him, but I couldn't get a a handle on his age. Yeah, and it's also weird because like when they're talking outside, she sounds even more like a child than the others. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? She also was dressed like so like when they were trying to get into the club, and I saw Yancy behind and like her little like denim shirt. I was like, she looks like a kid. Yeah, was this Peter (laughs) guy? Um, like the sound guy, he could be any age. Um, and then spoiler him being at the at the high school show like. So is it confirmed Dance. that he's in a high schooler? But that was his gig. So was he working there? It was really confusing. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Agreed. Like, she's I already thought it was a little weird for, like, high schoolers to, like, try be dating, like, middle schoolers. I know it's just oh, a yeah. year, but um, they actually oh, didn't yeah. say how old any of them were. It's just such a different vibe from high school to middle school. I mean, she truly looks like a child. I think that's it's weird that he even talks to her. I'm like, get a- get away from her. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If I was him, I'd be like, hey, like, is do you need to find your mom? Yeah. Like, yeah are you yeah, lost? Yeah. And also another thing on the, the fat topic, she's like, I'm fat. And the friends are like, what? No, you're not. <laughs> and it's like that we, we're we we're not at that point anymore. Like, I was we're, waiting we're for her to be like, like, no, I am, but it's okay. But yeah. I, was, I, I mean, was asking too much. To that point, too, of like her age, like to me, it's like kind of like baby fat as well. Like it only adds to like her looking like young. True. Yeah. Um, and so that's like also weird because like I don't know. It's just like a weird. It's hard. Middle school. Middle that age is so like fucked up. Like what? What are you gonna look like? Who knows? The name Yancy um, didn't do her any favors. Oh yeah. In maturity. Also. My my question here was: Have you ever learned anything about the dating life of any of your teachers? Oh my god, yes. There was like a little scandal in my seventh what? grade uh, circle. Um, so, okay. So in seventh grade, um, I had this math teacher who was kind of like, you know, I was a little too friendly. And then I had this science <gasps> teacher and she was like really pretty. And people <gasps> were, were like rumoring, like, oh, are they dating? Are they not? Like they would kind of flirt, I guess. Oh my god. Um, and then someone, I don't know who, um, found one of their MySpace pages. This was like 2007, and there was a picture of them together. And um, like her leg is like over, like you know they're posing, but like she's holding a beer, he's like holding her side. Um, and that went around a little bit, and oh, I don't yeah. know exactly what happened. I don't know if they were dating. They would have been really cute together, honestly. Although the math teacher was like just a little too friendly, in my opinion. Um, just like, why are you so friendly with like, <laughs> like? Just like stop. Like um, not there was a big dramatic thing that happened in our school where two teachers who were married divorced their partners and got married. <gasps> oh, and there was always these rumors that was like or I it was like, oh, I walked into the elevator and like they were kissing. And it's like who who knows? Or like she was in the in his room and the door was closed. Yeah, yeah. And it really sucks for just because one of the teachers' kids was at the school so oh fuck I that's feel like cool. would have been really difficult for him yeah that's really fucked up i yeah i that is wild i didn't even like consider the concept of like teachers dating each other i i went to all girls school until like um 10th grade so like it wouldn't have well were all your teachers women also yeah there were like other staff members at the school who were men but the teachers were like anyone who was interacting with us directly were women it was a catholic school too so there was like a priest presumably I told Jane he had Santa vibes and then but he doesn't have a beard and she didn't like that. Um <laughs> I had one teacher who was like very very like extremely catholic and in fact she was like teaching kind of like 
Christian, like, th- I guess theology. And she, um, I apparently, after I left the school, she went, uh, there was, like, one iconic, like, class where people got her to talk about her dating life and how she, like, there were, like, two men who, like, proposed to her and she was, like, really trying to figure out, like, do I want to marry them or, like, is it the right guy? And, like, she decided to stay single and, like, and it was just, like, this wild eruption of, like, that's the only time we, like, ever saw any of our teachers as, like, someone who dated. She Um, married God. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, like, that was the ultimate (laughs) sacrifice. Instead of being a couple for Christ, I guess, was... See, yeah, that's... Yeah, but but she's also, like, she was also, like, very beautiful. And so people were, like, dying to know, like, did anyone, you know... Because only beautiful people can get married married to people who aren't christ maybe um, she was just like gay and like didn't know how to exactly like that's say. that i mean I, i'm like so curious now like looking back i'm like i wonder like what i would think if i heard her speech again like now you know you'd probably it's be like that sucks she should have gotten married yeah i mean unless like the she was trying to be nice but like saying that like the two guys like sucked there had to be other guys sorry okay did we already say that him taking a photo with her could get him fired no i yeah i thought that was crazy because she's like clearly at a club like yeah. in, in a dress yeah there it, it was upsetting but holding but also fine. like he's he's sweet it's like it's nice that he understands yeah but obviously in in this day and age you don't take a picture of a child in a club um i also need to defend glasses wearers glasses <laughs> wearers don't take people's glasses off as a makeover move we need to yeah. see. We need to see what's yeah, in Yeah, also, of us. if they've never had contacts before, like... <laughs> like, you yeah. clearly didn't have any in the moment, too. They're gonna fall down. Also, he's cute. I thought he was, like, perfectly cute. He was cute. cute. I liked him with the glass. I don't know, like, what they did to him after. He looked weird. Yeah, they um, just messed his hair up. Fish out of water vibe. Let's go to Steve's... Let's go to Steve's house. Okay. At <laughs> Steve's house, Hannah says Julie should be the one to go get his underwear... Julie asks why. Oh, wait. Julie asks why she cares since she's moving. And Hannah says that's exactly why she cares and knows that Julie can do it. Julie ends up in Steve's shower and watches him undress, later escaping with his underwear. Bitchy Liz has called the cop and he apprehends Julie. He makes her call home, but luckily her brother answers just in time. The the girls help Julie get away, aided by Russell. I guess his name is Russell, slashing the cop's tires, and she completes the final task of grabbing the decal off the cop car. With the team (laughs) tied, bitchy Liz suggests that whoever gets the king or queen's crown at the high school dance wins. Um, okay, so something that's been bothering me a lot about, like, these whole, just a lot of the outdoor scenes is, like, why was their car British? Did you guys notice that? Why was Was, the wheel on the other side? It was on the other side. There's a, it's also, like, little, it's also an electric vehicle. I think it was, like, the Nissan Leaf. Is that what that was? Like, have we had electric vehicles this entire time and (laughs) nothing is still dramatically changing? There was, like, there was one in 2004 and then they got rid of them all. (laughs) Yeah, it was the one in this movie. <laughs> I um I hate um when Steve says she grew up nice. That I was hate so it. weird. I hate that line so much. It's crazy that they could recognize her also. I do I do like like it's funny that Julie is hearing him basically I mean I know it's like kind of a weird, like not like other girls, like 
line where he's like hot dogs skateboarding and napping (laughs) awesome like but it's funny that julie is there like eavesdropping and hearing like oh actually he likes me for who i am and her face is like scrunched up she's like what the fuck does this mean like what does this mean like i don't understand (laughs) it's like so funny um and cute and like that kind of saved the scene for me because it's like he's literally saying like you can be yourself and you like (laughs) you're a child so you like don't understand how old is he and, and like what grade is he supposed to be in yeah he's mature <laughs> i think he is supposed to be two years older okay which is that passes i, I don't know like it does pass oh, but i'm it. like he has other he has oh oh i wanted to talk about his best friend greg who i think is really cute and who's like yeah, a working agree. actor now agree um he, really cute. he only exists to be like there's a room full of girls waiting for you, man. And like, are you going to ask someone out? Like, he's just there to kind of get Steve to uh, share information, um, which I <laughs> love. Exposition. I love, yeah, I love a character like yeah, that. Yeah, and like, I admire him because if I had to say the line, if like one of my few lines were, was there's a room full of girls waiting for you, man. Like, I would just like really obsess over how to deliver that one. Like, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, you have to make, you have to make a, a splash if you have limited girls. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. do we think about the shower scene? That was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is Sexual. too far. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you broke into his house. Um, of course, of course, they didn't show his butt. PG. <laughs> Pretty horny. I I was gonna say, do you remember when was the first time you saw a butt in the wild and like someone not in your family? I mean, I've been I've been mooned like a bunch of times as a kid. (laughs) As a child, (laughs) by by other children. Do you, uh, Jane? Do you did you ever see a butt in the wild like in high school? Oh man, that's such a good question. I can't remember, but I also like I don't relate to her reaction to seeing his butt which is kind of like she is so touched by his butt that she like closes the curtain and just like needs a moment (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i don't feel that way about butts especially like white skinny men's butts well we didn't see the butt to be fair yeah we didn't see the butt maybe he was just like fully showing hole (laughs) (laughs) he was like spreading um My point is, I didn't see a butt in the wild until, like, college. I had, a, like, in college, like, a bunch of people, like, did streaking. And, like, one of the first butts I saw was, like, someone I also, like, was my friend. And then he was, like, part of, like, a group streaking. So it was, like, weird to, like, see someone platonically that, like, that's your butt. Um, (laughs) He's also throwing candy at people. I, like, caught a Swedish fish and also saw my friend's butt. Sounds Um, like a fun night. Yeah. I mean, yes. and, And also I was, like... If this were someone I, like, desired, it would be different. <laughs> um, but I, I I, agree with you, Jane. I don't think I, like, was um, was, Im- was impressed or, like, moved by butts <laughs> at that age. I feel like I'm still not. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a butt girl. Like, especially in clothing is better for me. I just don't. I agree with that. You do? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I really like and, and especially at the time, I was like, I, I think if I saw someone's, I'd be like, ew, that's your butt. Like, like you know, <laughs> exactly. like, those are your private parts. Like, <laughs> I like a pretty specific butt. Okay. Um, the one that you're married to. You're married to a butt and you love it. Exactly. Um, sometimes I say like, it, look at it. Like you could bite it like an apple. Anyway, um, <laughs> my other question was, who is the member of your friend group that started to drive first? 
That was me. <gasps> oh, yeah? Yeah, I was, like, a little bit older. I had, like, a December birthday, so I was, like, <sighs> a little bit older than all my what friends. What was, like, the car situation? Like, what, like, parents like and, like, cars? So my parents were, like, a little bit, like, my mom's pretty, like, nervous about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I didn't really have a car, so I just borrowed my mom's car. Um, and we like drive around um, and it was really nice being able to drive and like to, to like go places and um, not have to just be home all the time. And um, I don't know, we go to like the mall a lot and stuff. Um, then I had other friends who actually like, got cars and, and that was nice. Um, and we would, yeah, we, one of my favorite things that we do with each other's cars was we would like prank them a bunch when I was in high school, like in the middle of the night or like, I don't know, maybe like 11. Um, we would like drive to someone else's house and like post-it notes over their car, like span yep. wrap it. Or like once I have a friend and he like never locked his car. So me and a couple other friends blew up like a hundred balloons and then we stuffed oh his car God. full of them like to the brim. Um, and yeah, and then he had to pop them all the next day. He was kind of pissed, which I get. I mean, that rocks. All wow. of those memories seem like such adventures. Thank you. Yeah, I was kind of, um, you know, I, I was awkward, but I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like you had good friends and good times. I was going to say, yeah. it's interesting you brought up the post-it note prank because I knew someone, like one of the popular kids in school or popular couples, I should say, in our neighborhood, like they, um, the guy asked her to prom by doing the post-it note thing to her car but every single post-it said prom question mark it's cute it's cute and it's also annoying yeah the best (laughs) kind of prom proposal is usually both yeah that's true it is like incredible to photograph like it 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 photographs incredibly like when i saw them taking pictures in front of the car i was like this is better than an engagement shoot like it's cool oh my god (laughs) you should do that for an anniversary thing what do you write on the post-it? Like, uh, like married for yeah. four, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Jane, were you the driver? I don't remember the drive. I definitely wasn't the first. I think one of my best friends, Rebecca, was the first, and I remember <laughs> she would drive us to Trader Joe's, and we would just blast music, and it was so <laughs> fun. And then we would go and get like fruit leathers, and then drive home. <laughs> um beautiful but i did i i it honestly was weird seeing uh infant nancy Nancy driving this car i was like what no 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 she doesn't have her license and how did the other girl drive her car that was crazy too oh yeah that i would never have done that it also makes me feel worse that like yancy is like the sort of add-on or like the replacement quote-unquote and like it's also because like the advantage of having her there is she has a car Absolutely. and like i thought i thought at the end when she like discovers that she's gonna be like oh because i have a car <laughs> right but, like, <laughs> no it's never it's literally never resolved that part yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um i also think there is a major plot hole in that there is a school dance on the last day of school yeah that's crazy like, has that ever happened mm, no prom is usually like a little before graduation but it wasn't at school and it wasn't like a school dance I mean, yeah i guess it was but i understand I, why they did it for yeah, narrative why would purposes it be on the but... last day maybe like i think I, I went to a grade nine and ten dance that was like in the spring but it was like not yet even like finals you gotta make the stakes really high i guess <laughs> exactly it truly is just for the story so like, the i'll let thing, it pass the other thing here is that the skateboarder guys come up and are like 
did we win? And I was like, you haven't done anything. You're not, You're not even not a part of this. Helping. Yeah, yeah, like, what? That actually really annoyed me. <laughs> they, they did contribute to, like, my favorite scene in the whole movie, which was when they were, like, in the in the wigs dancing the Spice oh, Girls. And then so the dad good. walks in and he's like, what? And then they're, they're, they just get really into it. And I appreciate that. That's true. That is a, and it's a pivotal moment because it's when they almost get caught. Yeah. Um. That's true. Um. Okay, let's go to the dance. Inside the dance, Stacy learns Todd has another girlfriend. She fights the girlfriend, and then Todd tells everyone <laughs> Stacy doesn't hook up, something she had apparently been lying about. Virgin. <laughs> Steve finds the scavenger hunt list and then sees Julie dancing, finally realizing that they knew each other as kids. Yancey finds out she was only invited to the sleepover as a replacement for Stacy and is upset, but then... Peter shows up and asks her to dance. Steve wins the crown and asks Julie to dance, meaning their group won. The next morning, Julie admits to her mom that they left the house and they have a heart-to-heart about growing up. Julie and Hannah have a tearful goodbye. Steve climbs up to Julie's window and they kiss. Aw. Okay, so their their (laughs) treehouse falling was, like, way not as much of a big deal as it should have been. Yeah. Um, The the dad is like, well, okay, whatever. Like, I guess I'll I'll take it down. And then he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, nothing happens. I do, okay, Jane, you know I like a stunt. (laughs) I do. So initially when she's like, so for the listeners, she initially is like, I'm going to get in the treehouse and, like, sling a rope across and then, like, army crawl across or not even that like just like upside down climb across the rope and i was like this is just like not possible like it's not something anyone would do she's a spy kid yeah that's true maybe it was like a callback to spy kids (laughs) i was like she's about to bash her head on the cement and then the treehouse stunt won me over because like the treehouse like i want to know like the conversations about the engineer who had to build it because like it hinges perfectly so it like lands gently on the window and i was like they built this like this is not cgi like, that was an interesting mechanism it. i really yes. appreciated you could see the hinges and stuff yeah. i thought that was really cool yeah totally a surprise to me and just something i did not expect to be like wow this is so cool and very spy kids yeah now that you bring it up what is the <laughs> garden feature the white garden feature that they walk on at the beginning of the movie called I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever. It's like okay. the thing on the top. It's like it looks like a it's like a sukkah, but without yeah. the thighs. Like a clipa, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just know Jewish variations of it. Um, so basically that gets ruined because like, they're yeah. walking on it and the skateboarders walk on it. And I was like, What how are they gonna cover for this? Like Carmen wait, Julie <laughs> sees it and she's like, It's broken. And I have to cover, like, my mom can't know. Like, duh, she's going to know. Hawaii. And then the treehouse falls in that. And then they're like, oh, the treehouse broke it. And I love that. It all explains it. I love it. That was a good play. Okay, to go back to the dance really quick, I do like that Sarah Paxton, like, when it comes out, like, first they, like, defend her. And they're like, you're so hot. Like, or they're like, she's really hot. Like, you would be lucky to date her. But then it, like, becomes about how she didn't want to hook up and then lied about it. Like, they could have left it at just, like, I don't know, like, a little bit of, like, solid middle school solidarity of being like, no, actually, this is our best. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, my question for you is, what should be the rules of a dance contest? Because <laughs> I don't understand... I don't understand what school would put that on because, like, there's no – and, like, the teachers judge it. Like, I 
ever since the only the only um scene that has pulled this off in my opinion is Greece because there's like a there's like a good structure to it but like when other movies pull it off I'm like what's happening like what are the rules I don't know I feel like I didn't really like get a good grasp on their dip but but Sarah Paxton did look like so happy when she was dancing with Evan Peters and then when he's like want to see a picture of me in a coma which was just so like 2004 like random kid like whatever that was really cute um I wish we saw them together at the end when we see them at the lunch tables that would have been a nice payoff I think that's a good point they really dropped the ball with a few with a few ending things I think the the Sarah Paxton storyline doesn't it, it it doesn't feel complete for me because she never has any resolution with Julie yeah, it would make more sense to me if there was this understanding between them where Julie was like, "Oh, she's lying about whatever to be cool," so she has the same insecurities that I do. And then, um, what the fuck is her name? Well, Yancy. Uh, her too. She is like, I'm so sad they didn't include me. And then the resolution is that a boy asks her out, and they never, they never are like, yeah. "We really oh. like you." Maybe we judged you harshly earlier and you really belong within our friend group or it's like they could be frenemies while having like a mutual understanding of like okay i respect they literally never even share i like a look what they needed was a look like a look (laughs) of understanding between them and then they went their separate ways that would make sense but there's there's truly nothing like we're supposed to think that um why the frick can i not remember her name stacy sarah paxson her having a dance moment with spongebob is supposed to be like oh <laughs> she's like bringing herself back down to earth but i don't yeah. care about spongebob oh, yeah. i care about julie yeah wait can I, do we have time for a coma anecdote of course <laughs> <Yes>. okay <laughs> um so as a teen i went to like a summer program that was like one of these things that like you can go to to like put on your college resume where you like hang out at a college as a high schooler for like a few weeks anyway while i was there i had a crush on a boy tangential to the story there was another girl in our friend group who was just like epitome of cool girl i think she was from chicago she just like looked like a model i think she like had a tattoo (laughs) she had like very um like I'm trying to think of an actor. She actually, like, had very, like, Misha Barton-esque, like, features. And I was like, damn, this girl is so cool. And I also like this guy. And I was trying to get everyone to, like, appreciate me as, like, the funny outgoing member of the friend group. And then, like, day three or something, this cool girl, like, let slip that until, like, a few weeks before the program, she had been in a coma <gasps> for a month. And unfortunately, what it did, and I watched this happen, was that it was it just made her cooler. And I was like, oh, I can't win. Of like, course. I can't. There's no way to win now. Like, she was like, yeah. And like, it was really stressful for my family. I don't really like to talk about it, but I'm so happy to be here now. Like, it oh, was man. just so. I'd be like, like go like, back to sleep. Like, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I was like, I've lost. I've lost. And I recognize my defeat. And still respected her and we existed, we coexisted. And that's like the kind of resolution that like needed to happen. Incredible. I agree. Do, is, there, is there any more details about the coma? Like why was she in a coma? Do you um, being too cool? I, I, I think it was like a head trauma. Like oh, man. she fell tragically and then she like woke up like Cinderella, like even hotter. And <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Um, I was wanted to point out from Julie's point of view, it's kind of insane. Like, 
Julie does not know that Steve recently has remembered her existence and has been trying to find out things about her all day. Like, all she knows is that she, like, saw his butthole. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't really have any explanation for knowing who she is until, like, after the dance. And then also he knows that she took his boxers. Yeah, yeah and he's he called cool the scavenger it. hunt list. Did you guys have any kind of scavenger hunts when you were in school? That's, like, why I picked this movie. Because I had my, in high school, we had a, a it was like a thing at my high school that was a senior scavenger hunt and you would wow. have like six people on your team or like five or six actually I think my year they made it they let us have seven because the cool group wanted to have seven so they're like exception but it was mostly <laughs> what? six it's not and, allowed. yeah it was not fair um and then you got a list of like a bunch of things to do and some of them were like normal and some of them were like very scandalous and like sexual but like I don't think anyone really did those and then we'd all go to like the beach parking lot at like uh, midnight that's when everything was due and the judges would like come and look at your camera feed and like count up your points and then there was like flags that you could get and they would like tweet hints to where they were and we'd like drive to the park so my team got one of them and then there was we were trying to get another one at this other park and this other team beat us to it but they left their wild. they left their car open so one of my team members grabbed their list out of their car so they didn't have a list anymore and they were like one of the like popular groups i guess and they, did, they did not even know it was us until that prom when me and my date told one of um some person from their group that it was us we we're like yeah like one of like one of the girls in our group stole your list. Was there a scene? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I mean, okay. the, he was like they uh, they were all really drunk at prom, so um, he was like cool, cool, whatever. Like, <laughs> I think my oh, team God. came in like third, which was really good for like a not popular group. Hell yeah! This is school sanctioned. No, oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just um, it's just like tradition. Um, oh, because you said yeah. sexual stuff. I was like, wait. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the things was like eat a hot dog or no, no, sorry, eat a eat a donut off someone's dick or something. Oh, oh my god! But like I'm pretty sure no one did it, but there was okay. So once we all went to the beach, there was like um, challenges there, and one of them was like Simon says like in your underwear or something. Um, that and we all had to send a group of our team, so we sent, like we sent the skinniest girl. Wow. <laughs> it was at night it was like 1 a.m at this point um you have to send us the list if possible oh um, man i wish i still had it i wonder what, what happened to it's been like i have no yeah i have no scavenger hunt experiences and i'm kind of jealous of that i think i would have really thrown myself into that yeah that, that sounds crazy. incredible my friend who was driving he had a minivan and he took out all the back seats so we could just fit shit inside um, because we had to collect a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I love that shit. One of my favorite things was we needed a bunch of like CDs and stuff. So one of them was like a Backstreet Boys CD, and I have a, I have like a bunch of older siblings. So I was like, oh, like there's 90 stuff at my house, and I I <laughs> grabbed one that I thought was a Backstreet Boys CD, and I presented it to the judges, and they were like, fine, whatever. But then I noticed it's, it was actually a Blackstreet CD. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like um, like a different band for sure. Yay! 
Um, that's really funny and something that would happen in this movie. That's pretty much how it was. Okay, wait, it's back to the movie. Um, I want to call out Yancey for being the best character. At the end, she was when when Sarah Paxton gets revealed for being a, a, a stupid virgin or whatever. She was like, not so different from us after all. Huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She does that really well. And then she gets the boy and, you know, it, honestly, like, it sucks that she wasn't first string but she got to be included the man the the grown man potentially um oh yeah yeah it is sort of fun to me also at the end that they do tie up the dad's water filter plot line oh yeah i felt really happy for him yeah and it's like tied into the fact that like everyone needs a night out now and then like jane lynch gets to go to the club it does like i'm like they did it doesn't have to be jane lynch (laughs) like (laughs) i like her i do i love her but it's like it just, it is funny. It's like absurd to imagine her married to this man. <laughs> to a man. Yeah. Also, like when she's dancing in the club, her daughter's <laughs> like, My mom can't dance like that, but she's dancing like Jane Lynch. Like she's just yeah, like yeah, 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 pumping yeah, her yeah. fists. Like she does not look sexual in any way. No. Sue Sylvester. I think I think yeah. I think like when they I think the ending in the house is like nice and like the mom looks in on them. Actually my mom that reminded me. When I was like in high school, my mom told me that she can tell when I'm asleep and when I'm pretending, which kind of freaks me out. And I want to like confirm with her that that's still true. Because she says your face like looks different when you're actually asleep. So like the scene where the mom looks in and they're like sleeping, I was like, uh oh. I was know. really good at pretending I was asleep because I would always be on my computer really late. And then I would hear, you know, you can hear people walking, you know exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. who it is. And then I would quickly close it, turn over. And then yeah, I'm asleep. And then <laughs> Harry five Potter later. Vibes. Were you um were you allowed to lock your door as a teen or like oh, so was this a conflict? I had a lock on my door as a kid and then the the, the the it like broke. Like I got locked out of my rooms. And the new doorknob that they put on didn't have a lock and that was always really annoying to me. So no. Jane. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> but my my door currently doesn't have a lock on it, which sucks <laughs> even going home now. And it, like, doesn't really close all the way, which is hard. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Um, well, what about you? I, uh, I feel like I had a lock on my door, but the minute I started dating, the rule was, like, door is open. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Jane's whoa. face is like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> um, but, like, the solution to that is just, like, don't be at my house, you know. Yeah, go lock <laughs> yeah. the door in another house. <laughs> yeah, lock, lock a different door. <laughs> okay should we wrap up jane yes we've we've come to the end where we each answer three questions iris you can go first um so the first question is is this movie good or bad um it's medium i want to say it's it's a good um like tween movie i think but uh yeah it's fine it's not it's not bad yeah I think it's bad. Um, primarily just <laughs> because there are like a few big emotional issues that aren't resolved and or that aren't pulled off. I think I agree more with Iris. I think that if I were 13, I would like actually like it. But I think because of what you were saying, Jane, I wouldn't. I don't think I would like love it. I don't think I would feel very like attached to it. And like I understand that it became like a cult classic, but I, I just like can't. I, I would, like, watch it, be like, haha, and then forget it, you know? Mm. Yeah. I think. It's a little hard to, to get there in the beginning. Um, the second question is, do you like this movie? Or did you like this movie? Um, I enjoyed watching it. 
yeah. for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> I um, would probably not watch it again unless Same. I was like showing it to like my niece who's like in like second grade. I think she would like it. <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, I think there's some nostalgia and there's sort of that feeling of watching something you haven't watched in so long and being like, oh my God, that's Evan Peters. Oh my God, that's Jane Lynch. And just having this kind of layered reaction to it. So I did really like it. I think I feel the same way. Um, I also just like seeing Alexa Vega and mm-hmm. haven't thought of her in a while. And I also think she looks great in that dress. Like she looks like way better than I would have looked at 14. And so like I could kind of believe that this is like her glow up moment from being like a kid to like being someone that like her crush would date and like that's really nice for her. But like again it's like such a strange fairy tale come true for her cuz she has no idea that like he was thinking of her. <laughs> like, I think I really liked that aspect of it cuz I feel like that's something I just wanted to happen to me. When yeah, I was yeah, younger. yeah. Like it's truly like they made it happen like the mystery come true. <laughs> um the third question is what type of teen is this movie for um this is for like a younger teen who um is having a sleepover (laughs) i agree i think that it would be fun to put on at a sleepover but i think that if we had done this like we would be like multitasking like i don't think we would like follow it very closely and i think the movie's like fine if you do that Mm. i I wonder, I'm curious if Gen Z would love this movie. Like, not not as a serious film, <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know. I wish I could test this theory. Maybe I'll try to, to show it to my nieces, but the older one is like 11 and her, her sleepovers, they watch Mean Girls like every time. Oh my oh, God. Well, that's the thing. I think Jane, it may not like commit stylistically enough for Gen Z, but I think that if they watch Spy Kids, first of all, I think Gen Z would like Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, Gen Z needs to watch Spy Kids, at least. Yeah. And then maybe they would like dip into this. And so maybe my answer is this is for teens who like Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that I think that there's not enough. There's almost not enough like fun campiness at the school for Gen Z to get really into it. Um right. But we'll ask a teen. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie uh, Camp? It's a musical. Just Camp? It's called Camp, yeah. Anna Kendrick no. is in it, like, weirdly enough. No! Okay, it's like an old movie. Um, It's very campy, and it reminded me. This movie reminded me of it a little bit. Anna Kendrick old movie pre-Scott Pilgrim? Oh, yeah. She's, like, a kid. She, like... Um, <gasps> She's not a main character, but um Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Brie Larson in this. <laughs> Can't believe Brie Larson is in this. Where is she? Um, Iris, what are you watching these days that's not this? Um, I just uh binge watched the new season of uh, Russian Doll the other day. Uh, <gasps> that was great. I didn't know it was out. It's out, yeah, it came out on 420. Um, I have just started watching the Sopranos for the first time. Ooh. Um, that is that's been good um that's so exciting yeah i guess those right now i had watched elite season five and i didn't talk about it on the show (laughs) which is crazy because it's just perfect content and um okay so ultimately it's bad now it's it's bad (laughs) Uh um there are a few relationships that actually make me very uncomfortable um (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's bad. That being said, it's really it's hard to not watch. Like I think I'm gonna watch it until it's it's dead. Um, <laughs> Same. And then nice. last yesterday I watched <laughs> Inferno, the third down <laughs> Dan Brown adaptation because I'm a Dan Brown head and I somehow never watched this movie and that was also really bad and I also really enjoyed it. <laughs> Is it still um what's his name? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, what's his name? <laughs> so he's in, yeah, so it's still him, right? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I uh, I knew that movie existed, but I've never seen it. Um, I've never seen Da Vinci Code. Um, <gasps> Me neither, honestly. What? I, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I agree with you that I do think it's like a national treasure type movie. Um, I agree that that is like the flavor of it. But sometimes I'm like not in the mood for that or like i don't think i'm in the mood for that when i'm sitting at home necessarily that's exactly i'd like to go to the movie theater okay um i um tried to be zeitgeisty i watched first episode of new season of atlanta and first episode of severance um and i like both very much um obviously like a lot of people have been like severance severance it's so good and i think like it's very much like geared toward millennials in 2022. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. It is, um, Jane, it's filmed in New Jersey and a lot of the su- suburbs, which I know from my cousin who worked on the movie. And I'm very curious to see if you will like the vibes or like feel the vibes because of that. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, Adam Scott. I haven't even heard yeah, of yeah. the show. I, I have a few people in my life who really love it, and then I have um, a cousin who worked on the show for the location specifically, so that's how I, I, he was like, yeah, I'm in, New Jer- I'm in like, New Jersey driving all around, like, um, sometime a few months ago, and that's why I knew where it was. Um, but I finished um, My Brilliant Friend, um, the season finale came out, incredible show, if you like the um, Elena Ferrante books at all, like, I think they really pulled off the adaptation really well, and it's because the author was, like, really, really involved in it, um... And it's a very, the season is very, um, like, sexual. <laughs> or just, there's just, like, more sex at this time in their lives in the season because it's, like, following these girls, like, growing up. Um, and now they're going to flip to a different actress for the main character, which I'm kind of sad about because I, I love this one. But, but you know, it's better than, like, casting someone age inappropriate, as we've talked about on this show. Iris, thank you. Thank you so much for picking this movie, though. I feel like... I would never have watched it otherwise. Yeah, me neither. It was great. Thanks for having me on the pod. Um, I had a great time. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, you can check out my my Twitter account at J-E-S-T underscore I-R-I-S. Um, I chose the worst uh, handle to <laughs> phonetically say. Um, and uh, yeah, you can check me out on there. I post um, most of what I've got going on there and also just stupid little jokes. Iris, what's your Twitch? Um, oh, yeah. My Twitch is Iris Good Vibes. Ooh. Hell, yeah. So check me out on there, too. <laughs> For some good vibes. Um, Jane, would you like to talk about our upcoming movie? I would, because it's Welcome to the Dollhouse, which was filmed at both my middle school and high school. Ooh. I'm very excited for this, and I'd like you to prepare a report of, like, all the <gasps> locations that you were in. Oh, my God. I will do that happily. Um, and I have I have a lot of questions. And also prepare us with some high school Jane photos of you walking around in the high school. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> Pixar, did, yeah. Pixar, you're telling a lot yeah. about <laughs> Welcome to the Dollhouse. You've only been, like, talking about, you've only been, like, mentioning it multiple times yeah. <laughs> over, like, the course of this podcast. 
<laughs> okay, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at @bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks, at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under Under the the Bleachers. Bleachers!